0: Good morning. Today is Thursday, January 13th, 2022. So in response to the magnificent miracle in our parsha Beshalach of Kriyas Yamsuf, the splitting of the Red Sea, we have this magnificent prayer of Az Yashir, the song of praise and thanks that the Jewish people sang in celebration of being saved by the splitting of the Red Sea. And we have very powerful poetry in this passage. Ashiru ki ga'o ga'a I will sing to God for he has triumphed gloriously. Sus verachva ramavayom Horse and rider he has hurled into the sea. Zekeli vianvehu This is my God and I will beautify him. Hashem ish milchama. God is a master of war. Mi kamolcha ba'elim, Hashem. Who is like you, God, among the mighty? Hashem yimloch li'olam vo'ed. God will reign forever and ever. A song of power, might, triumph, but there is one line that is unexpected that's surprising that doesn't seem to fit the theme of the rest and it is a line that teaches us a critical lesson nachisa b'chastacha amzu gaolta nachisa b'chastacha amzu gaolta you guided this people with your kindness. The people that you redeemed. Nachisa, you guided them. Bechazdecha, with your kindness. Am this nation that you redeemed. My colleague Rabbi Ephraim Goldberg points out which kindness are we referring to? Well, the simple understanding is God's kindness of the ten plagues, The splitting of the Red Sea that redeemed, freed the Jews from Egypt through the kindness that God did for us. He led us out of Egypt. However, our rabbis in the Midrash give a completely different understanding. The Midrash says, when the Jewish people were enslaved in Egypt, Before any of this happened, they felt the bleakness and the hopelessness of the situation. And so they assembled together as a group to try to figure out what can we do. The Chavitz Chaim explains this medrash as follows. The Chavez Chaim explains that when the Jewish people realized that they could not come up with a strategy to end the persecution and the suffering and it was increasing every day and God had not yet appeared to fulfill his promise of taking them out, they decided amongst themselves, the Jewish people as slaves in Egypt decided amongst themselves that the only way that we can make things better, the only action that we can take that will improve our situation and hopefully earn our redemption is for each one of us to do more acts of chesed, acts of kindness towards each other. The Chavetz Chaim writes, HaDavar HaZeh Hayasiba siba This decision was the precipitating factor for their ultimate redemption. The kindness that they showed one another was the catalyst and the cause of their salvation. And the Chavetz Chaim continues. This is the meaning of our Pasuk. And we say this Pasuk every day when we say Az Yashir. And it's important that we say this prayer every day because this lesson, for so many of the other lessons also, but this lesson in itself is so vital for us every day, so relevant to us. Every day we say these words, Nachista you led us out with chesed, with kindness, with our kindness. It was our performance Our willingness to do acts of kindness that caused you, God, to lead us out. Because, and here's the bottom line when we show kindness to others, God shows kindness to us. That was true for our ancestors in Egypt. And it's just as true for every single one of us. There is, there needs to be a personal layer of Yitzhi of the Exodus from Egypt. When we study this in the Torah, and then when we experience it, observing it on Pesach, we have to experience it as if it is applying to us. We say this at the Seder. I've shared with some of you before a beautiful expression of this, an amazing poem by the Hebrew poet Amnon Ribak. I'll just read a short part of it to you. Kal Adam shetiyel Every person needs to have a personal Egypt. Leos Moshe atzmo mitocha to be their own Moshe. Biyod chazaka obacharikas shinayim, with a strong arm or with grinding teeth kal adam tsaraqshe tielo azim its every person needs to have a personal egypt lig ol atsma mi menemi base to redeem themselves from it from the house of slavery let sait pachatsi lel el midbar to go into the middle of the night into the desert of fears lit od hayashar el tohamayim to march straight into the waters, to see them open on both sides before him. Every person must have their own personal Mitzrayim, their own personal Egypt, virushalayim, and their own personal Jerusalem, umasa aruch echad, and one long journey, lizkar osolaad, that they will remember forever. So how do we get there? How do we personally leave Egypt and get to Jerusalem? How do we deliver ourselves from our terror, and great darkness now. How do we get from our personal Egypt that challenges us in our own life and get from there to Jerusalem? And the answer is the same way through chesed, through acts of kindness towards each other. Now there are many forms of chesed. Permit me to share a story that exemplifies a less obvious but extremely important aspect of this. I've shared this story with some of you in the past. It's an incredible story. In 1968, Shirley Chisholm was elected to the US Congress representing New York's 12th district, which includes her neighborhood of Crown Heights in Brooklyn. And with her election, she was the first African-American woman elected to Congress. But she very soon found out that her career was going to be stunted due to race because there were Southern politicians Who were against African Americans serving along with them in positions of leadership. And they blocked her assignment to the committees that she wanted. And they assigned her to the Agriculture Committee, a place where she would have no influence. Because remember, she represented mostly Jews and blacks in Brooklyn mostly poor Jews and Blacks in Brooklyn, Crown Heights. (laughs) There are no farmers in Crown Heights. So how is she gonna help them if she's on the agriculture committee? She's got nothing to do with agriculture. And there's no way for her to help her constituents with agriculture, which she has no connection to. And she was very frustrated Right at the beginning of her career, her friend and colleague Anna Jefferson said she was trying to help poor people. She was interested in taking care of the issues in the inner city. That committee, the one she was assigned to, the Agriculture Committee, had no power to do that. This part of the story is told by David Lukens. Lukens was an advisor to Senator Daniel Patrick Moynihan, later professor of political science at Turo. And Lukens heard this story firsthand from Shirley Chisholm when she was celebrating her retirement from Congress years later. So at that moment, 1968, as Shirley Chisholm was being blocked from being able to accomplish anything in Congress, she received a call from the secretary of the Lubavitcher Rebbe. She had met him once before in the process of her campaign. And the secretary said, the Rebbe wants to see you. Please come to his office. She came to his office, Rabbi Menachem Mendel Schneerson. She came to visit him. And the Rebbe said to her, I know that you're upset. I know that you're frustrated. And Chisholm said to him, and she actually lived just a block away from him. And she said to him, I am upset and I'm insulted. What should I do? So the Rebbe said to her, What a blessing God has given you. This country, he told her, has so much surplus food and there are so many hungry people. You can use this gift that God gave you, placing you on this committee to feed hungry people. Find a creative way to do it. That's what the Rebbe told her. Shirley Chisholm went to Washington, and on her first day, she met U.S. Senator Bob Dole from Kansas. Kansas is a big agriculture state. And she's talking to Bob Dole, and Bob Dole, Senator from Kansas, is talking to all of his colleagues. He's looking for help because his farmers at home are in trouble. They're losing money on their crops. They're growing gigantic amounts of crops. There's not enough market to sustain the price. The price is so low, his farmers can't make a living. He's got to help his farmers. Dole told Chisholm, our farmers have all this extra food. We don't know what to do with it. Chisholm thought, one second, the rabbi. And over the next few years, Chisholm worked to expand the opportunity for poor Americans to receive subsidized food. Her greatest achievement was helping to create the WIC program. WIC stands for Women, Infants, and Children, and it's based on a White House conference in 1969 on food, nutrition, and health that recommended targeted food supplements of milk and cheese and other essential foods for high-risk pregnant women and their infants. And Chisholm championed this idea and it became law. And today, it's still going today. Today, about 7 million poor people receive Urgently needed healthy food. In these WIC benefits, every month about seven million in the United States. And she said at her retirement party, "I owe this because a rabbi who is an optimist taught me that what you may think is a challenge is actually a gift from." God. And if poor babies have milk and poor children have food, it's because this rabbi in Crown Heights had vision. That is a superb chesed to see the potential for greatness in someone else when all they see is their failure. That's the message of the Shira. That's the message of Az Yashir. Not only celebrating this miracle of the splitting of the Red Sea, but what brought about that miracle and what brought about that miracle is nachisa amzuga alta the kindness that we showed towards each other that brought God to lead us out? That's the way to brighten your own path, your own life, to light the way for others. My friends, I want to wish you a great day, and I look forward to seeing you all soon.